coolest glasses. They're Gwyneth Paltrow glasses. They're aviators. I think my prescription is so heavy. I can't get aviators if I remember correctly. Fuck. Well, maybe new, maybe aviators are new now. I'll give it a try. Right. Cause I, I'm pretty blind. Yeah. When did you first get, gla- hi Lori. Uh, when hi. did you first get glasses? <laughs> Um, when, gosh, I have pictures going back to like first or second grade. Yeah. Pretty early. And, uh, welcome home, Kyle. Hey, it's good to be back. Yeah. Are you going to do a rad, oh, yeah. uh, about, oh, well, about gonna, Japan? You've got to get some content mileage out of a thing in life that big. <laughs> you got to be able to write it off somehow. Oh yeah. Um, what's the name of your podcast again? Uh, exactly. This is rad. There we go. Hi, Jackie and Lori fans. Yeah, go check. You it can out. hear about Kyle's travels on This Is Rat yeah. podcast. I'll talk all about the expat show, which was really fun. Oh, cool. Um, um, Jackie, we haven't done a podcast in like two weeks. I keep mentally having conversations with you. <laughs> checking in. Right, heaven forfend you actually call and burn those stories. But I hope you've taken <laughs> notes. Jackie, I'm always saving it, but I forgot everything we talked about in my head for the last two weeks. I we know had some good ones though. Yeah. I had some good ones too. I, for some reason am super warm in this garage. Mm. Um, so I'm a little fidgety. Look forward to it. Those who watch the YouTube look forward <laughs> to it. Uh, I've done a lot of sets this week. I've done yes. a, a lot of shows, a lot yes. of, uh, getting it together. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm at the punchline this week. So if you guys are anywhere in the Bay area, come to the shows, please. I, you know, uh, yeah. I don't have much work coming up. I, I it's very spotty. I'm just like, I, it always feels like this is the end of my career. Like, and I just saw <laughs> right. a shot a special and I, and I'm not booked every single weekend in the summer, you know? Right. Right. Well, that's the, um, that's the, um, that that's that you do something big and then you have that big crash. Yes. After you do something like the first time I did late night TV, I was like, nobody actually we could go back every show, every show yeah. that I ever got. That was huge. I got to go to Aspen, the HBO comedy festival in 1996. You guys, it was the biggest thing in my, I got to wait in before 90- that I did yeah. comedy on the road with John Biner, uh, in 1994. And let me just tell you something. Every time the, the, the crash after that of certain that it was going to change everything. And yeah. then it did. Yeah. Jackie, I will say my comedy on the road was uh, I murdered. And I'm still upset that I have not been rewarded adequately. <laughs> I got one word to say about my comedy on the road wooden. Uh, I was a little stiff and uh, not. I was, I, I think I've told this story to you before, but I was yeah. literally wearing my brother's old suit coat that I had to roll back the sleeves. Yeah. Because I didn't have, because uh, I am a tiny ghetto child and I had <laughs> no, I had one, that was my corporate outfit. Mm-hmm. 
which was a bodysuit that had a lot of cleavage. I used to have a headshot of it. Uh, my brother's suit coat, and then a pair of black slacks. Remember the word slacks? slacks? Of course, slacks. You got to wear your slacks, Jackie. You got to wear your like a little sex pot, a little honey pot on the road. <laughs> You're a woman comic. You must own slacks. <laughs> um, I had I had lipstick on. I had the um. I I did it in Hawaii. And I had a joke about what? Yeah, my comedy road was on in Hawaii. Kevin Kataoka, Karen Anderson. It was like a Bay Area. We just went west. I mean, wow, incredible. So uh, wait, west? Yeah, okay. So um, uh, the the joke was I I forget how I get into, it, but but somebody we're in Hawaii. Someone calls my mom a howly, and my mom okay. goes, "Well, howdy yourself." <laughs> When I tell you it killed, it killed. <laughs> I did mine at Zany's in Nashville and oh. I had to pay for my own air. Oh my God. <laughs> felt pretty, felt, pr- oh. felt, it felt pretty show busy. Not going to lie to you. It felt exactly like me doing the Mueller run the week before. <laughs> um, but, um, and I didn't know who John Biner was. So we all right. we all had to line up and shake his hand and what everyone said in front of me was i'm such a huge i love that and <laughs> oh, so yeah. when i got to him i was like i'm such a huge fan i love your show i lied Lori. you know what we all lie and that's what i worry when people say that to us like young comics i oh i listen to the podcast i'm like i've told this lie all right you <laughs> i can tell it to me <laughs> that's funny um yeah i uh uh I'm trying what I'm looking back. I'm looking back to see um, what shows I've done since we recorded, because it was a couple of weeks ago. And well, here's the thing is uh, it was so long ago that I think uh, so. I was in Philadelphia. I wasn't that far ago. I think I just did a flappers and then I had an April Macy lunch. Did I tell you about my April Macy lunch? No. And I recorded two tiny victories with Laura House. Um. Because uh, uh, her co-host, Max Fun. Annabelle oh, Annabella, Annabelle Gerwitz. Yeah. Annabelle Gerwitz. That's it. Uh, she's taking a break. Not for any, not for any reason. She just wanted to lie down for a month, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, or she might have other work. I, th- I forget what it was. Uh, Laura told me that it was uh, it was other work. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I did two tiny victories. That was super fun. So you and Laura are practicing for my death when she could swoop in. And she told me you get Laura show. She said you already did one that you already substituted for Annabelle before True. practicing we, for my demise. <laughs> Guys, we have contingency plans. That's the important thing you should know. They're We're never looking fitting. for age appropriate women comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To step into the shoes. Laura's my Um, phone running vote too, so it's pretty unanimous. (laughs) uh, So, um, yeah, and then I, um, what was the other thing I just fucking- I did Moon Tower. If you're searching for shit to talk about- Yeah, please tell me Moon Tower, because that's what, that was the thing that was exciting. It was really fun. There were a ton, you know what I loved about it? Um, There were- so many female comics there. I never once felt like the only female comic. And I realized I frequently felt like that at festivals, you know, or one or two, there's like one. Yeah. It was just like so many that you never, I don't know. It just, you just, it felt nice. I really liked at, it. 
at all levels as from what yes. I looked at from the, yeah. fr from the, from the lineup too. So yeah. good work, good work, Colleen or whoever's doing the booking over there. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. And, uh, I did, let's see, I did two shows at the new cap city, um, which hopefully I can work. Right. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. What what you inspired by I, going there. Um, uh, and, yep. But it was, it's, um, the new one is like, it's, it's about 20 minutes away from downtown. It's still, I think technically in Austin, but it's a drive yeah. and, um, it's in the, it's in, it's in part of like, it's it kind of like in a Grove slash Americana part of that's brand new okay. like it's down Weird. the street from a Louis Vuitton. It's like, okay. it's got a lot of upscale stores and then people living in apartments above them. Kind of like, oh, yeah. It's going at near flapper at uh, way more expensive, you know. Right, right, dude. The multi-use building, yes, yes. Which I kind of, it's you know, it, 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 that's actually good, but it seems to only be happening in very wealthy. If like people right, I would love that to happen in Van Nuys on Van yes. Nuys Boulevard, uh, yes. which they keep saying they're going to put a subway in, and I was like, all of Van Nuys Boulevard are like abandoned buildings. Right, uh, there's right. just a lot of abandoned businesses and stuff like that, and then there's a couple yeah. of businesses, and I'm like. Okay, uh, this is a friend, uh, a, a comic we know, a friend of mine, yeah. uh, and she told, she sent me, and I might have told this story as well. I'm interrupting your story. I'm so sorry. You will. I'm, we'll circle back. Yes. Okay. We I have know. time. Yes. So uh, that person has a friend who's dating a billionaire, and she sent me a picture from the billionaire's bathroom, oh. and I... And I sent her back a text going, first of all, never say those words out loud. And second of all, if you get to meet him, ask him if I can borrow $200 million and fix homelessness in Van Nuys. Because uh, you won't even miss it. Okay, so uh, so the Cap City, is is it in the bottom part of apartment buildings? No, no, no. It's next. It's, it's, in, a, it's in a giant neighborhood like that. So, like, if you live there, you could, like, pop downstairs, get a $3,000 purse, and then go to, to, my, to a comedy show. I mean, it's very convenient for needs. <laughs> um, but the room <laughs> is incredible. It um I the lower room, I just did a 10 minute set on the low the big room, uh, you know, like part of a tag team set or whatever. Okay. And, uh, uh it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's like a kill wow. a kill center. Okay. It's got people, a balcony above, it's got, you know, people below. It's just and it's the way it's it's kind of like it's not spread way out. It's like up. So it's just laughter hitting you from, from way above and, and at your feet. It's nonstop, you know? So it is literally just material. set up perfectly, right? Yeah. It's, it's set, set up. Yeah. Perfectly. And then, uh, the upstairs room I did, they have a little tiny room. Everyone's got like a, their own YooHoo room now, which I love because the, well, that's, that's Grossman. That's Grossman's, uh, going, well, I'm going to, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He has them in all the heliums. Okay. So this one was great. It's called the red room, even though it's blue, let's be honest. Uh, there's like a giant blue curtain in the background and, uh, Ariel, uh, Elias was opening for me. She's the one who was on stage and someone threw a beer can, a beer at her. And she, and she caught it. it. Yeah. 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 Oh. She opened for me. She is so funny. I mean, she was That's really so funny in that moment and her camel set was great, but she has this, she has some really long bits about single topics which to me, that's a mark of a really good comic. It is not one, 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 one. It's like you, you took the time and made a story out of it with great jokes. Right. And, and both can be done well. Uh, it's just, uh, 
I and and this is entirely pre- personal preference is I enjoy more storytelling stand up uh and I do more storytelling stand up but I do but a well crafted one liner I'm just backpedaling but you I know what you're saying yeah that's yeah, so yeah, cool yeah. that I, she does that yeah so she start so she starts a topic and I'm like okay she got a couple jokes and usually that's when a lot of comics are like all right I you know took off of this chicken thigh and I'm moving on and she just keeps going and uh anyway it was very she had very well done very funny and um I was you know I liked I enjoyed watching her and then I did like an hour and eight (laughs) (laughs) I yeah so I have plenty of stuff to cut you know where and anyway um yeah uh, uh it was it was a really fun show. That's what I'm That's saying. That's awesome. Oh, and then my okay. So this this girl who's now a full woman who's like three years younger than me, my sister's age or four years younger than me, Mary. I used to babysit her in my old neighborhood that was raised where and now they put condos there at the Walt Pleasant Hill Bird Station. Talk about I'm still angry about that. But um, so she, I used to babysit her, and uh, she came to the show. And the next day she's like, oh, you should go on a walk near Ladyburg Lake, um, Ladyburg Lake and, and walk among the yum yum trees. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. So it sounds like a there. lot of amazing words. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I, I texted like some ladies that were out. I'm like, does anyone want to go walk amongst the yum yum trees? And Maria's like, yeah, let's do it. So we're walking and. And first we take a lift there because it's pretty far. And I'm like, hey, do you know what a yum yum tree is? The lift guy's like, ah, I've lived here 80 years. I have no idea. And then we're walking and I'm like, this must be a yum yum tree. But, you know, the person I I said it to someone, they I never heard of that before. And then on the the way back to the hotel, they don't know what a yum yum tree is. And I'm like, these fucking Texans are so ignorant about their own. You know, Mary (laughs) moved there from California. She knows what a yum yum tree is. So I take a picture of the trees and then I'm like, Mary, is this? this is a yum yum, right? Cause this is the ma- majority of the tree we're walking under. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. That's just what I call those trees. I'm like, what? Oh my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, like an official name. And I really worked hard to find out cause I was trying to find out the local fauna and nature. And it's just her nickname for a certain tree. Two things. It reminds me of when my dad told me that there were the, the, the over half of the Politburo was Armenian. <laughs> And not ever, no Armenians on the Politburo ever. In all Russians Soviet always. Union. Yeah, in the Soviet Union. In the oh Soviet Union. God. Yeah, at no time. I and I embarrassed myself in front of a poli sci professor. <laughs> and um, so, but you were talking to a cabbie, so I think it's okay. Right, right, right. And uh, and the second thing, Maria called me and told me what a great time she had on that walk. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was really pretty. We were just chatting and stuff like that. But uh, that's what yeah. she, she said. It was great. She was like, we talked about other things than comedy. And I was like, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> no. um, so let's talk about meeting billionaires. I think yeah. I'm a billionaire. Um, so, oh, my gosh. So I had um, I was online on Twitter, as I am, and I'm seeing people talk about Daryl Lennox. And I was like, oh, no, did he die? And it turns out he did die. Do you know Daryl? Is he? No. He's a comedian. Oh, was I American saw his name. Comic. Yeah. He moved to Canada. And uh, I worked with him in the Middle East during the Gulf War. And there's one of my favorite comedy stories ever is a Daryl Lennox story where we were in Bahrain. Have you ever been to Bahrain? 
not offhand. I can't remember. I don't think so. So it's the only, at the time, it was the only country in the Middle East you could drink alcohol, right? So when any troop, like of any nationality, got to Bahrain, they immediately got hammered. So you can imagine the shows were horrific, right? Oh my God, right. So, And our show there is in the daytime, outside, and the stage is picnic tables. It's like nothing, there's no way this can be a fun show. The troops are drunk during the day, outside, and we're on a picnic table. And me, Mo Betterman, Brian Diamond, John Boyle, it's like, uh, you know, a bunch of barrier people. We, we're all bombing. Right. It's, and there's troops are shouting at us. They're getting their boo. Like they can't believe they've been subjected to this. <laughs> and then Daryl gets up on stage on the picnic table and somebody yells. Right. The picnic table is the stage. He, he yells, what you got? What you got that I don't got? Because he's so mad that these comedians are talking. And right. Daryl goes a round trip ticket. And we almost had to run for our lives because <laughs> we're like, ah! and uh, they were stuck in the Middle East. It was so fucking great. And Daryl Lennox, my friends, Daryl Lennox. He was a guy and he was going blind. Like he lost, I, I listened to his WTF again, Mark posted it. And, and um, you know, he had always had like eye problems. Like he had massive glasses and stuff, you know? And uh, so I guess he he lost the sight in one eye and was going blind. He had a lot of health shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, and one of those old school, like, has a, a lot of history, of, like fraud. He was, I guess he was sued because he said he, he had an agent at, I think, WME or whatever, and was on Arsenio and he hadn't been. I'm like, what? Who sues for that? You know? Right, right. You just, you don't tell anyone you fell for that. That's the oldest. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So here's the thing. Like, my experience was, with him was always great. He never, he always, tr- and this is back in the day when people weren't even conscious of treating female comics like, you know, fellow comics. He always did. He was always super cool and respectful to me and nice. And yeah. I only had good feelings about him and good, good experiences with him. And uh, I was sorry to hear that he passed and stuff. So I, I posted that story on Twitter. And then um, I think as a result, Marin just like, hey, you want to open for me at the Ice House? uh on thursday so i did it was like you know i've had a couple ice house spots cancel uh, like a slew of them because they just rent they just were like or we're only booking like big headliner shows and uh no more spot shows or something you know right so i hadn't been to the big room and um would oh, you uh, get to do it yeah it's i mean they changed it a lot. And there's this, this back area called the VIP area with a, a full on bajillion dollar chandelier. <laughs> the comics are hanging out. I'm like, you know, you did not have, you could just put a mini fridge in there. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> but it's gorgeous. It, it's kind of interesting because like you can see the show. It's like for VIPs to watch the show, like wealthy okay. maybe Lakers. I have no idea. Cause the Lakers own the ice house now. Yeah. Um, but it, the thing is, is the comic can't hear the laugh. Like there were women in that room that were watching the show through the glass window crying at Marin and he didn't even know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. in a way it's like, but whatever, I guess, I guess that's the only downside of that for the comic, but it was, yeah. really- Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's still the same ice house in terms of the laughs. It's great. 
it's that's it's it, a, yeah i've always enjoyed that room and then yeah. i met jerry or johnny bus afterwards he was hanging out so i got a pick with johnny bus so i guess i'm gonna be in that you know that new um <laughs> the, whatever the hbo or showtime series about the the lakers in the uh 70s and 80s i guess i'll be in that one day is johnny bus uh the sport ball guy who bought the club Yes, he's he's okay. the, he's one of the kids of the original owner, Mr. Bus. That's what we call him in the sports world, Jackie. And um, no, he's very nice. I mean, it was it was really fun. And I, I, was, I hung out with someone named Train. I call him Mr. Choo Choo. Hey, anyway, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either. I, I put I to, to sleep like a rabid animal. It's I have to disassociate <laughs> myself from your remarks so I can have a career. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So uh, Estia turns out has a feed from the club in Vegas to her <laughs> office in New York. Oh my god! So uh, she can watch their. They record them. She can watch them all the time if she wants. Did you, did you do go to Vegas already? I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. It'll be the, the day <laughs> this comes out. I'm going to Vegas. Seven days. God. Seven days. Fourteen oh, shows. Jackie. Fourteen opportunities to be scrutinized by the club. Fourteen shows and. uh I don't know anyone who's on that show. Actually, I've met Mark Cohen, but uh, and he's the house MC. But that's all, right. all I know. He's like a, he's been around for a while. He's I think he's older yeah. than us for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, and then comic. I don't right, longtime comic. Oh, here's a friend of ours is doing something because uh, she needs stage time, right. and I've just typed that into the chat, I see. I see. <laughs> and I'm sad for her, and I wish to find her more work. Let's find her some work so she doesn't have to do that. Okay, well, um, we'll have to do it in a subtle way. Uh, because, oh, for sure, because I think yeah. she actually likes that person. Um, yeah, I think so too. I'm just uh, I'm appalled that. Um, well, here's the good news, I guess, is the reason that we're not all booked every single weekend, you, me, and this person, is there's a ton of really funny fucking comics that True. are doing really well. So it's, it's, and it's yeah, and the, Rob Schneider has every week booked, you know, at, at least it's like uh, other funny people. Right. I, I was looking at the lineups around Vegas. Bill Burr is doing a couple of shows. Wow. Um, and so I like Nate Craig a great deal. Um, and, um, not as much, uh, so the, <laughs> but, the, but I'm willing to hang out with Nate and, 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 and Bill never, I mean, Bill's always distantly polite to me, so right, right. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I think probably not, same here. And probably when someone gets to that level of fame, if you we weren't, if you weren't already tight with them, it's not going to happen. So yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. uh, or if, or if you were okay tight and they became hugely famous yeah. you're never going to get any tighter <laughs> yes you've achieved maximum and, tightness with this famous person right like that uh, guy right, right, right. for yes, me yes, yes. yeah that that guy and i we were we were you know we were good we would have an occasional uh adult beverage and he had me open for him a couple of times and then um and then he i mean monumentally blew up not that he didn't you yeah. know well, Jackie, it was like there was you had a little crush on him in your pre Andy days, correct? Oh, easily, easily. Yes. Okay. It's uh, the 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 standard, uh, and this is this is not to belittle any any male comic I've ever had a crush on, but <laughs> I only have crushes on guys that I'm as funny as. Nice. <laughs> nice. I do not have crushes on people that I think might be funnier than me, <laughs> and. Uh, 
<laughs> shall I put a couple of yeah. shall I put a couple of names? I think these are oh, names please. you've seen before. Wait, and, you, um, you wish you could have a crush on the, them, but they're but funny. I cannot. I cannot have a crush on either of those. Two oh, things. I think you could have a crush on number two and number one, absolutely not. And <laughs> number one is yeah. incapable of love, though, as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's married i think he's married he is married he is. to a comic and uh and they have uh children that look exactly like his little moon face oh my god and, uh, I, love it. I love it i would love to be on a show with him one day i have to move to, uh, to do it but right well i speaking yeah, speaking of going to Europe, I had lunch with April Macy, mm-hmm. who is doing a, a European run. She's doing a pile of one-nighters all over Europe. And I was like, can I take you to lunch? And can you give me all that info? And That's she was Lisa like... Curry. Lisa Curry's in, in Europe right now. Oh, I should do that with Lisa, too. Um, okay. Me. Everyone's going to Europe for one-nighters. I don't, and they don't pay that well because no. uh, April was like, she got the information from Tom Rhodes and she's like, they don't even pay him that well. Wow. And, um, but I think if I could get there, I could get some okay paying gigs in England, but, uh, that yeah. might pay for the trip, but hilariously, um, I don't know if they bought or if they heard April and her husband, they have a house outside of Florence. Wow. And he, uh, and she's like, if you want to just stay there, you can use it as your base. And there's a, a shitty little Fiat you could borrow. Jackie, you can't put this information out there. People, she's going to be pummeled by comedians she's met once. She, well, here's the thing. April Macy has a pretty excellent set of boundaries. So, <laughs> uh, And if she doesn't, and if anybody, you guys, I'm just saying, I love her life. And yeah. she she travels for eleven dollars. She no, on nobody works points like that woman. She works oh. all the points in the whole wide world. It looks like a bit of a grind. She explained how she did it, oh, and it was a lot of sort of asking clubs for the front money on hotel for hotels, and then she books the hotels herself. Okay, and, uh, and then by the end of the year, she has like two weeks free anywhere, and nobody loves an infinity pool. More than Safety Mouse, April Macy. <laughs> uh, April, so, uh, we traveled for 14 days together, April Macy and I, through the Middle East, uh, as she was constantly asking absolutely everyone if we were going to die. Uh, and I was like, well, stop wearing tight clothing. And uh, so. Blame oh, the victim, Jackie. Yes, entire, at all times. And Alicia Cooper. <laughs> Asking, asking any number of, I, I remember we were in the airport in Oman and Alicia Cooper, I, who I believe talked to her mom every day wow. over Wi-Fi, over like WhatsApp or um, okay. Skype or something. It might've been Skype at the time, but she, um, we, we were in an airport. We had two five hour layovers in, in this Oman airport mm-hmm. uh, one day, then the next day. Oh my God. And Alicia Cooper, you had you there was there was free Wi-Fi in the airport, but you had to have a local cell phone number. <laughs> so okay. she uh, Alicia Cooper kept going up to soldiers with like rifles and asking them if she could have their cell phone numbers. Oh my God. And I was like, you are like Gibraltar on steroids. Uh it is she was the biggest set of cojones Rocket I've ever Gibraltar met. on steroids. Yeah, it would be like balls. Uh, I, I literally, I, ah. I, my admiration for her was just epic, is what I'm saying. It was amazing. I got it, Jackie. I got it. Hey, um, I got a, I, I got a good sound exchange this month. I'm still. I, I checked my thing. 
Nothing. Nichols? Nichols? Nothing. They're not playing a single track off of anything. I, uh, uh, the, the, the set I recorded at the comedy on state that, uh, blonde medicine released. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, yeah. That Maybe. they, he, he made a deal where it's exclusively on Sirius. Wow. And, and that's, they started paying it. Um, they started paying that's it, three, playing it three months. That's not even staycation. Oh, no, no. It's called, I, I believe it's called, I believe I named it. This is messy or something. I don't know what the hell I named it, but uh, yeah. So I wonder if I could get my masters from 800 pound and give them to blind medicine. Okay. So we had an edit. Sorry, you guys missing out on something, but that's okay. uh, But I will say this is uh, it's literally, it's about getting masters. I want to get all my masters back from everybody from, and it's not that the Dan at, at standup isn't doing good or 800 pound gorilla can do anything with my, with my audio, but it's been a couple of years. And, but to do that, I literally need, we have to have a lawyer send a thing, a piece of paper and with 800 pound gorilla, if you want to get it out before the, the contract is over, um, and I know a couple of people that have done that. Um, you need a decent lawyer. No, <laughs> so they, they have an obligation to do their job and they did it. Well, that's, that's why people got it back. But I because got part of, part of the contract is distribution and there is none. So it might, you know what? That's not true. I think it's on YouTube and that's, and that's their defense. They've distributed to YouTube. And so they have uh, three more years of my album and four more years of my two videos that I gave them. I gave them both of my specials. I'm a genius. Have we thought about somehow canonizing how smart I am occasionally? Jackie, we dude, we do the hard thing, which is stand up on stage and make strangers laugh. We also got to become recording engineers and contract lawyers, too. I can't do it all. The law part is actually, uh, yeah. So uh, I feel like we should take a break. Yep, I was just about to. All right. The following pro wrestling contest is scheduled for one fall. Making their way to the ring from the Tights and Fights podcast are the baddest trio of audio, the hair to beware, Danielle Radford. It really is great hair. The Brit with a permit to hit, Lindsay Cow. The queen is dead. Long live the queen. And the fast-talking, fist-clocking Hal Upland. See, I can wrestle and be an announcer. Get ready for tights and fights. Listen every Saturday or face the pain. Find us on Maximum Fun. No ring the bell. And now I feel, these are things I feel. (laughs) I feel that we should talk about our comic of the week. Yes, Catherine Blanford, who I don't even know. I didn't even know her until she popped up on my Instagram. Why is this? This keeps happening. I'm like, who the fuck is this? They're a full headliner. And she's not even Canadian. She's not even Canadian. She's from Atlanta or something. Oh, why do we not know her? I don't know. But she's very funny. That's awesome. What's her handle? 
uh, she's only on Instagram, it appears. It's Catherine Cat- Blanford. Yes, Catherine with a K. Uh, spelled, who spells her name this way, Catherine? It's not, <laughs> it's not like, Hep- it's not, Hep- Hepburn has two A's and this is a-, a and an E in the middle. It's like Cat- Princess Catherine, uh, Catherine of Wales, but with a, C- a K instead of a C. I-T-S-K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-B-L-A-N-F-O-R-D. Yes, thank God. Thank God. Uh, by the way, people that aren't on Twitter, I saw Kelly Carl. By the way, uh, follow her, book her, make her famous, and then tell her to let me open for. Her. So, um, comic of the week, Catherine yes. Blatter. Catherine. So, yes. I know. I, saw, I, 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 I said, text them like, who is this? <laughs> and every like all the Southern comics are like, she's my best friend. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what like right. comedy is gro- people are growing it's like these full gardens of comedians that uh, if you go in the house for one minute you go out there's five new sunflowers out there at full height <laughs> right uh here's what i have to say if uh because i was talking to Ke- kelly carlin the other night yes. uh george carlin's daughter also a very funny actress and uh writer herself is she here's a her show on serious i believe so yeah what? Um, that's amazing. Sirius is a, you know, that's a hard place to stick at, you know? I, uh, I don't know. Someone ch- uh, someone check and tell me later. But I'm going to tell you this. Okay. Uh, the, one of the reasons I'm not on Twitter a lot is because I can't, the way the algorithm shows me the people I follow, it's not showing me the right stuff. Right. 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 So um, literally, Kelly Carlin texted me and said, if you type, if you go to search, on Twitter and type the word filter colon follows no space filter colon follows hyphen. It looks like it's a space then hyphen filter colon replies and then hit the latest tab. You get everyone you actually follow. And so it's a weird coded hack filter. And then uh, the colon, you don't write colon, right? No. All right. All right. Well, thank you. There we go. So that was fast. I saw her at Uncab. I did Uncab the other night. Yeah. We did Uncab the other night with like uh, just a murderer's row. And I I had spent the day baking with my mom-in-law because, uh, swear to God, sourdough starter's not dying on my fucking watch. Uh, so I'm not that psyched about it. Though I am psyched when there's fresh bread. That's exciting. Um, so... I, um, I get there late and I know it's such a murderer's road that she was going to want to put me up first. And I'm like, please don't put me up first. And she goes, oh, I was going to put you up first. (laughs) And then there was this long pause and I go, can I not go first? And she goes, you can go second. You can go second. And the way she, the way Beth Lapidus does on Cabaret is, uh, she top loads it. Uh, usually, I mean, I always feel like, what, what did I just start? Why do I got to take the bullet here? But it was the yeah, new right. kid she put at the end. And he and he isn't new. Um, I, yeah. I'm spacing his name right now, but I worked with him at the punchline last year. Uh, but a nice young man. And um, so Julia Sweeney went first. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was fucking hilarious. Right, right. And then I went second. Mm-hmm. And then Kate Minucci went up. Oh, my gosh. And, and then Dana Gould went up. Jesus Christ. And then the new kid. <laughs> oh my <And> god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But um 
it was, it was super, it was an amazing, and I was trying, I was trying some new stuff and you know, there's, there's something there. Oh my God. Beth Lapidus wrote an end to my closer. What? Oh, cool. Yeah. And I tried it last night. You know how like somebody else writes a line and you try it and you can't get it out. Like you can't get it out. Right. Yeah. I didn't get it out. Right. But I'm going to keep working it because it's (laughs) the greatest. It's, it's a nice button. She, it's, it's a perfect tag on the, it isn't. Damn it. Is it? I know you always want it to be a callback. It's uh, it's cause you know, I'm closing on that new dick joke. Yes. Wait. And, um, are you typing something? I was going to type it, but then I thought it's, I mean, it's not, it's just the perfect line that I wish I, it's one of those lines that you're like, well, it's not hilarious except for it's hilarious Mm -hmm. because it seems like it would be obvious. And then it, um, and then, but it wasn't, it wasn't obvious to me. I had to get Beth Lapidus to write it. So, um, (laughs) but she said it as we passed on the thing. And I looked at her and I was like, mine wow i pointed pointed at myself and i was like that's mine i was like that's great you just need someone else's bird's eye view of your chunk you know you're too in it to see all the possibilities sometimes yeah it's just a little bit of a drone perspective yes someone else Mm -hmm. um oh i was in seattle that's where i was when you were in moon tower were you at laughs yeah oh cool yeah it was great and uh yeah. Uh, Awansio opened for me. She opened for me. Oh, nice. And she uh, is so good. I mean, she's always, she's been good for years, obviously, but uh, I love all of her new stuff. And it was super smart, super fun, and really loose, like second shows. Laughs is just doing MC, guesty, regular feature person, headliner okay. person. I mean, that's the same uh, time, right? No, uh, the last time I worked there was pre-COVID, I think, and it had, it had I, there were like four comics in front of me, everyone doing 12 oh, minutes. Oh, right, right, right. And it was annoying. Tyson, stop barking. <laughs> uh, so uh, the, uh, so it was a great show. It was a really fun show. And I, uh, I ended up filling the room to, enough to get the bonuses again, second, second week in a row, uh, where I got bonuses for filling the room. Yay. And so I told my manager, uh, my agent, uh, that I, you know, I was like, well, do you think this will help with the chains? And he wrote back, no. Oh. And then I was like, what, what, what did you just move the goalposts? <laughs> and uh, he did. Uh, but I don't think he moved them. He uh, or he did or some fucking thing happened. All I know is he said, you're 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 selling out 200 a night. You're not selling out 400 a night. Jackie, what the fuck? <laughs> Doesn't that feel like the goalposts got moved? Yeah i was like okay all right okay um i can tell you a funny story that augie smith told me augie smith has the best road stories in the world okay crackers indianapolis right right i never worked that room so well resentful please brad williams yeah is working it it's the it's the it's their last club she had a hard she had a hard lockdown she had a hard war Kilmartin, she had a real hard war. Sure. And, uh, That's what happens when you don't work Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> you have a hard life. You know how I got in at Indianapolis? Uh, yeah. Snail mail. I ran into her dad, Ruth okay. Ann's dad, at Bob and Tom, and he told me, he gave me her home address and said, you should send her a letter. 
And because uh, Captain Desperado over here really needed, wants to work every club, I sent her a letter. Of course. And she called me. That's uh, right. Anyway. And so I worked there for a couple of years and then lockdown happened and I don't know. And then I worked, whatever. But um, Brad Williams is working it. Downtown Crackers, not long ago. I believe in the last two years. Um, the, uh, the guy featuring for him shows up at the green room and walks into the green room and there is a man there who is also a little person and he's just chatting they're just chatting and he's like how's it going i'm featuring and the guy goes oh great and he's talking and in walks brad williams and and brad goes hey nice to meet you nice to meet you he sits down he asks the feature how long he's been doing stand-up the guy goes about four years and he turns to the other guy and says how long you been doing stand-up and the guy goes i don't do (laughs) stand-up Ruthann had brought him to the green room because he thought he was Brad Williams. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, and he was like, yeah, she just brought me in here. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I wow. just came to see the show. <laughs> and Brad's like, well, please do. Uh, let me show you your seat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. That's yeah, weird. So I am going to Vegas tomorrow. Yay. Yes. Ron Ron Vi is in town Monday, Tuesday. Okay. I I'm hoping to hang- see Ron Vi uh, Wednesday through Saturday at the punchline, right? Maybe? Does he- I hope so. He <laughs> lives in Vegas, but I think he said he was thinking of going to Hawaii. Oh, I guess I won't see him. Well, he'll, he'll, I mean, it, I for my sake, I hope he stays in Vegas. <laughs> I hope he can think of my, my Howley joke about my mom if he's going to Hawaii. Oh my God, what a great joke that is, by the way. It really is. It's And it's only workable there. But what a great... That work I put into a joke that was is so local to a place that is a five-hour flight away from me. Um, oh you know, uh, I, I, so at, at Moon Tower, um, we're staying at the Thompson Hotel, which is a really nice hotel. And then yeah. this uh, restaurant underneath called the Gray Market. And I'm going to call them out. Because people need to know. Okay. So, like it's, it's, you know, you can order, you know, breakfast there and stuff like that. And I would order toast. I ordered toast one morning and they brought me, I can't, the, the end of the, the, the piece of the bread right before the end. So it's like a lot of crust and it's tiny and it's cut in half. And that was like my $9 toast. And I was like, I, I said, this, this seems like the, you just threw the rest of the bread away. Like there's nothing, this should be in the garbage. And the waiter goes, Oh, you're right. Like he just noticed it. Motherfucker. You brought it out to me. You saw it. Okay. (laughs) Then he brings out like a nice big old chunk of toast. That's thick. Like you expect at a restaurant when you're paying big money for toast. Right. 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 So I'm like, all right, happens once. So I go back the next day and order toast again. Same fucking thing. Same waiter. I'm like, Hey, this, seems small again and he brought out another but he didn't bring out a big one this time he brought out a second the uh, the pear the other end of the round bread i'm like what why it's interesting to me why don't you travel with a loaf of bread you're spending nine dollars on toast i like um well yeah but i don't have a toaster in my room jack <laughs> right it's true i'm fair enough but that's i mean but that is your preferred breakfast a piece of toast Sa- nice uh, on the road chunky sourdough toast with with jam and butter yeah that's nice i like I, it okay i just made a loaf of sourdough bread the next time i make bread i'm bringing you a loaf of bread because i'm not supposed to eat bread 
Oh. Uh, I'm not supposed to eat grains. I'm not supposed to eat dairy. And I'm not supposed to eat uh, sugar. And guess what's happening? I'm eating a lot of those things. Those things are being eaten. I would never uh, go to a doctor who told me those things. <laughs> That's malpractice. I have not been back. I will give you that. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Judy Gold was there. It was fun. Lisa Ann oh, Walton fun. was there. It was just really, it was, it was a lot of fun backstage. Um, so this, this week I, I did a little TikTok about Steven Crowder and, uh, it's doing really well. So much so oh, good. That, oh, maybe I can make this into a bit. And so I've been kind of playing around with it on stage as a bit. It just started out as a tweet. <laughs> this is the most internet, uh, set, uh, description ever, but, um, yeah, like, uh, like I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like over a hundred thousand views, very like within a day, right? Which is big for me. That that gets you from having two hundred in the room to two fifty, Jackie. Yeah, right. When well, and here's what I'm doing: I'm reposting uh, on TikTok right now to get through the shadow banning. Yeah, and I'm almost, uh, I'm almost through it. I think oh, getting Sorry, I was just getting hundreds of, um, and now I'm back to getting sort of thousands, so which is okay. Are what, do you like take the original one down, or do you just? No. What do you do? do you no, you're also yeah, just share it again, and then if anybody That's gives me any, nobody's given me any guff ever about it, so I guess I win. And um, I did the improv last night. I did a Saturday night, seven p.m. set. Okay. I went up first. I had an 8 p.m. set. Um, well, I just had to be back here. I didn't have a set. I told them I had an 8 p.m., but it was a hard out. I needed to be somewhere at 8 p.m. And so I think it was Jay Williams was hosting. And um, oh, and he was he had already seen that he's already seen the Guardians movie the new guardians of the galaxy movie. And he said it was great. And I would been really looking forward to it. And then Pratt talked uh, out loud into uh, some sort of reporter's face. And that person wrote down what he wrote. Here's the thing about some actors. He's like an evangelical or something. And he's and an asshole and divorced, cheated on his wife and then divorced her. They were together for like 15, 20 years. Oh, he, right. Was he married to yeah. Harris? I believe so. Together, and now he's yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger's daughter. He right? was fine. He Look. was fine. Office. He was fine. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's an action star. It's not fine anymore. Now he thinks his uh, dick is hard all the time, and everybody wants in on it. Uh, right. But what he did. <laughs> well, I think it worked out for him. Yeah. Uh, but the um. But I I guess he said out loud that he's been trying to talk. The uh, James Gunn into putting the F word into the Guardians movies the whole time. He's been trying to do that. And because I guess the third movie, someone says the word fuck. Mm. And I was like, are you nine? Uh, the best comment I heard a response to that was someone said, I don't think he's a Star-Lord. I think he's an Edgelord. <laughs> and it made me laugh uh, quite hard. Anyway, so, but I did the improv last night with uh, Jay Williams introduced me and I got to try... I, and you get to do 15 minutes. It's nice. I like how they're running the weekend. I never, I don't get a lot of sets. Yeah. And, uh, and I think I was the only woman again, but, um, but it was, it's, I mean, it's great when it happens. Yeah. I, I have, I'm on two produced shows there tonight. So I'm getting the feeling that they're, the weeknights are mostly produced because it's okay. I, 
for those nights and I never get anything unless I'm doing permanent records tonight. I'm doing a 7 p.m. over, but I got a pack. I'm bringing a boatload of merch because 14 shows. Uh, we'll, but I, but I pinged, um, the, uh, the, the liaison for the, the comedy seller to ask if I could bring merch and no response. I'm bringing merch anyway, because from Vegas, I'm flying directly to North Carolina to do, to work oh. with Maria for three nights. Yeah. And she doesn't have any merch. And the greatest thing about Maria's uh, audience members is they would love to throw $30 at me because they can't throw it at her. <laughs> and uh, I should just put up something going, you can buy my stuff or here's Maria's Venmo. <laughs> and uh just as a tip um i did another packet this week yeah how'd that i don't know submit? okay yeah it's like click send on it another week ruined uh <laughs> as it like you you here's what you look at the like the what they want and you're like all right i got this right and you start a little yeah. bit and then about two days and you're like oh i don't got this uh and then it then it's like then you're lowering your brain into just this vat of potential punchlines and then it's it's ruins your hair and uh you can't sleep and then you send it and you're like it's not good enough and it sucks uh so that i didn't go through that <laughs> so you, well you went through all the stages of grief on yeah. your own writing packet <laughs> since um, the end of conan many many times i i do feel sometimes i feel like i'm never going to have another writing job again and then i'm like what what happens what i mean i don't know what to do you know there isn't enough stand-up work there's nothing there's not there's not enough work i don't yeah i don't know how to no i know i'm just yeah. telling him it's yeah like, you're just saying my that. income has gone down 70 75 percent yeah. It's like astonishing. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. uh, I would love, here's what I like just writing jokes. I, I'm not, I would love to just write jokes on mm -hmm. a show that wants mm -hmm. jokes. Yeah. It seems like a dream life to me. It, it mm -hmm. was, I had that dream life. I yeah, want it. I want more. <laughs> Are we at 45? Take it on the break. Can be, yeah. <sighs> okay. Let's take it on the break. Hey, when you listen to podcasts, it really just comes down to whether or not you like the sound of everyone's voices. My voice is one of the sounds you'll hear on the podcast Dr. Game Show. And this is the voice of co-host and fearless leader Joe Firestone. This is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners and we play them with callers over Zoom we've never spoken to in our lives. So that is basically the concept of the show. Pretty chill. So take it or leave it, bucko. And here's what some of the listeners have to say. It's funny, wholesome, and it never fails to make me smile. I just started listening and I'm already binging it. I haven't laughed this hard in ages. I wish I discovered it sooner. You can find Dr. Game Show on MaximumFun.org. I'm going to even say more than 75%. It's been a massive reduction that I've been dealing with here. It's true. Uh, I lost, uh, yeah, the income is... is my income is because of all that sound exchange money. It's uh, it's a third of my income. So, yeah. And then I don't know. And then the other third. Oh, yeah. Things are down. Things are. Down. But I will say that. Um, things are, are better. Like I'm, we're figuring out how to how to orchestrate the house with with Andy's mom and stuff. So, yeah. 
that's that's coming together. It's only taken ten months, yeah, <laughs> almost eleven to figure out. Um, and I and I put the garden in, and I saw two flowers on my tomato plant. So oh, nice. So life is good. Life is some in some ways good. It's great. I was um, yes. I'm just worried about it. And then of course there's a potential strike that might start the day this drops, which is like yeah, ninety seven percent approval from WGA. Yeah. That's something like that. The other thing is scary is like, at least the way things are now, you're like, okay, say, I, you know, I'm going to finish this pilot. Then what? It doesn't get bought. <laughs> like it, I, be, I mean, I'm talking pre-strike, like there's a mini room. The way things are, are now, even if in the best case scenario, it's still shitty. That's the scary oh. thing. If the strike happens and it fixes this stuff, then it's kind of exciting to be you have a to have a pilot in that direction you know mm -hmm. but right now the way things are like you read about people that are somebody a writer was on the bear which was like really funny a great show won a ton of awards and you know the person's like on food stamps or something it's like what no you, it's yeah it's really bad so yeah. um i don't know i i uh, so much anxiety jackie I did listen. I get it. I have. Uh, I did invest in colorful KN95 masks. I've decided. Oh, that's right. You're. You, yeah, you thought you'd bring it up a notch. You got one handy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Here are my green ones right here. These are gorgeous. Um. Oh, aren't they pretty? Oh, that's but a pretty I got, color. I got flower flower ones. I got uh, tie dye ones, and I got plaid. They look really cool. So I'm just going to try to match them with my outfit. So when I come into the club with a mask on, I don't look like um, I'm judging people. I look like I'm trying to be just have fun with a mask. I think, yep. you, I don't know, because clearly I'm going to be the only one still doing this. I, yeah, there's not a lot of people doing it. And it's uh, I went to the dentist yesterday. Yeah. And I and they have a sign. You can't come in without a mask. And I'd forgotten my mask in the car. And so I walked in and I, no one was wearing them. And yeah. so I said, I, I, so I, I said to the woman not wearing a mask work who checked me in, I'm so sorry, I forgot my mask. And she said, I can give you a mask. And I said, you know what, I'll take one. And then, and then the other two people waiting to go into the, to the doctor were like, can I have a mask? And then we all put on masks and, um, uh, yeah. and then we didn't catch a cold from each other, hopefully. Yeah. Um, at the very least, I, uh, so. you know, I, I'm still, whatever, I'm still have a air, air purifier when, when I'm headlining, you know, I brought mm -hmm. one to, uh, Austin and I only brought it to the one show I was doing an hour at and the rest of the shows were shorter things. So I squirt my, you know, Israeli stuff on my nose and, uh, cross my fingers, you know, hope my vaccines are working so far so good, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it uh, feels like this is the way going forward for a long time, unless they unless they come up with a stronger vaccine or a better way to treat long COVID. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, because COVID doesn't seem to be going away. Ew. It's uh, it's it's here and it's going to be always here for a long time unless we figure out a way to vaccinate ourselves against it completely. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I just don't want to get it. 
Uh, I don't know what's coming down the pike. We don't know what it's going to do to you 10 years down the line. That's the scary thing. And we're, you know, all of us are actually guinea pigs. They'll find out on us how bad. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they will. It's um, so all I know is uh, I'm going to come home, I think on the 11th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I am home. Oh, I'm going to um, my nephew's uh, bar mitzvah uh, the weekend after. That's in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have, uh, then I'm home for, I think, another week and a half. And then I'm in, then I'm in Milwaukee, actually, I believe. Me yeah, too. I'm doing, oh, no, I'm doing an uh, immigration benefit up in the Bay Area uh, with a, a killer lineup June 1st. Yeah. And and from the Bay Area, I'm flying to to Milwaukee for the second and third uh, to do Laughing Tap, and then I'm gonna hang out with my with my family in Milwaukee for uh, four or five days, and then I'm doing Lincoln Lodge on the ninth. I would desperately like everyone in Chicago to buy tickets. If you know anybody in Chicago, yeah, please come to the Lincoln Lodge show and tell everyone you know, because it'd be great if you added another show. If we if we got enough people. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's 200 people or 450, but whatever it is, we should totally, um, fill that room because I, uh, would like, cause essentially Lincoln Lodge is pretty much just paying for the rental car for the week and a half. Guys, we need to fill these rooms. So you guys need to start coming yeah, to our shows. So, so we appreciate any help that you have. All these right wing um, assholes fill their rooms. Why can't we? We got better jokes. I'm I'm guarantee it. We had better jokes. That's We're what I was going to tell you. I tweeted a joke yes. or I tweeted uh it was pithy. Was yeah. it a joke? And uh and then I got a text from a friend of mine who is famous to me for writing the most convoluted obs- it's like obscura atlas like it's yes. like the most obscure references in the world. It's like it makes my Neville Chamberlain joke look like <laughs> uh, standardized. <laughs> and and, <same> food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was like, are you going to add? Uh, and I tried to add it last night and it didn't really, because it goes with my, um, I'm made of bees bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, because did you see that, so, that, that some guy proposed a bill in a state legislator legislator to get rid of no fault divorce, which I had to look oh, up. That's what I was, that was my Crowder thing. That's my Crowder uh, rant. Oh, that was your Crowder. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's what happened with Crowder. I didn't know who he was. And for a, for a hot second, I thought it was Trey Crowder. And oh. I'm so glad it's not Trey Crowder. Cause I like <laughs> Trey Crowder. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's the liberal redneck. Yeah. He's great. He's great. He's genuinely super yeah. smart and funny. Yes. And then he put and and he leans into his southern accent because that accent's real, but he leans into it when he does those those videos. You got to. It'd be like me leaning into the Fargo thing. So yeah. um but um, he yeah. So what were you saying? So so mine was just that 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 there's and uh I'm I'm essentially looking for people's three favorite horrible bills that have been tried they're mostly about abortion right now right Grand. but some of them are genuinely just about women's rights yeah 
Like the one where no fault divorce means that you don't have to prove that there was infidelity. There doesn't have to be a reason to get a divorce. You can just say, this isn't working. And either person can say it. But in a pre no fault divorce world, if one person didn't want to get a divorce, you couldn't get a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it had to be codified is banana land. Yeah. And it just recently that that that's been on the books uh, until very, very recently. I can't, I, I want to say the last five years in England, in wow. Great Britain, wow. they just passed it. We've had it for at least, I believe, since the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Um, But like a like a guy might go, you, you couldn't. And and. Abuse used to not be admissible. Like hitting, like if, if your husband was beating you, wasn't admissible reasons to want a divorce. The Crowder tape where he's just emotionally abusive to his wife, who's like eight months pregnant with twins. And he's telling her to go to the, like, apparently they have one car. This guy signed a multi-million dollar contract with the, the Daily Wire. That's control Wait, issues. Why are getting all this money? That's, that's really, I mean, I'm sure there's some dark money billionaire shit, but right. uh, no, it, it was like, bad stuff and there's a lot of guys going so you know he's just talking to her it's like oh that's that's emotional abuse and that's that uh that corners somebody in a place and you talk to somebody when they're pregnant with twins like that they are when you are that pregnant you are so fucking physically vulnerable to uh you know your body something happening and with twins what the fuck it was really bad um So yeah, he's an awful guy. And I think he used to be a stand-up or he tried or something like that. He's one of those guys that couldn't pull it off. And they all, they all think that they're so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing about stand-up comedy. It's not easy. No. It's, a, it's a learned skill, my friends. And uh, you know, those first couple of years, none of us are very good. It's a rare, rare bird who's good at it right right out of the gate. And, and and not only just the good part on stage, but the staying in the business part, like we're doing right now, where it's yeah. like, all right, where's oh. how am I going to pay bills this summer with one week of work on the books, <laughs> you know? Oh, by the way, guys, I am in May in Wisconsin on May 18th. Right. I'm in Oshkosh at the time. Oshkosh, we gosh. You got to love it. Let me say it because Lyle will get pissed. <laughs> He's sending Lyle. me emails. It's at the Time Community Theater in Oshkosh on May 18th. It's a Thursday. Is it, is it spelled T-Y-M-E? I don't T-I-M-E. I, they don't, if you live in Oshkosh, you fucking know where it is, okay? I'm, I'm, it's a lot. We got time. I get, I have time to tell you this great story about the, the T-Y-M-E. I'm not done with my sentence. Okay. I know that's why you jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Friday and Saturday, I'm at the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. Um, and so the 18th, I'm in Oshkosh and the 19th and 20th, I'm in Milwaukee. And if you're in Wisconsin and you're a fan of Jackie's, you should be a fan of mine or you can right. just hate watch me and tell me that you like her <laughs> better after the show. Cause I'll be there selling shirts. Finally, the hate watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder, uh, there is part of me that wants to know, like, because June 5th and 6th, like, is it June? Yeah, it's June. Like the first time I'm in San Francisco doing that immigration benefit with a Parna. Oh, and yes. um, the lineup on this on this thing on the first is Banana Land. It's such a good it's 
I wonder who else is. I, I, I for, I've lost the thread of who else is in it, but it's not just a Parna. It's such a great lineup, uh, though I always enjoy watching a Parna. She and is, uh, uh, she went to L.A. I just saw her at the at Permanent Records. She was very funny. Right, and she's she's starting a, a show. She's starting oh, cool. a, I think at the Elysian. Nice. Uh, you know, Rory Scoble has a show there every Monday, and I kind of want to just because he's because he's given out. Well, he's given out sets. Oh, nice. Cool. So I would, there's, there's part of me that just kind of wants to hang. Yeah. I do, you know, you know, I do stand up, which is the old, which is literally, uh, I, I feel very, very, I'm, and granted I'm, it's not luck. It's 40 years of doing stand up comedy, but, uh, that I don't usually, I don't have to hang out so much, uh, to get the sets. Right. Right. Uh, I can just email and say, here's some credits. Can I please have a set? But, that's i mean it's possible to still do it but okay so here's if lyle's listening and i believe he is i just want to say that if he has a thursday the 8th of june open in oshkosh a wednesday or thursday oh wait are you seriously (laughs) we've already gone over an hour i want to get to the pool before it closes and you're making personal pleas to bookers about a single date on our podcast (laughs) i think i have my um yeah and i'm looking at my book there's some problem with my calendar i gotta go laurie i'm so sorry (laughs) maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported